happy to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Why don't we all stand up, wave at someone if you need to. Let's wake up and let's, let's give God all the glory that we could muster up today. All the praises, all the hand clapping, all the singing that we could possibly bring. Let's bring it to our Lord and our Savior. The God above God. The God who doesn't just stop at good, but He stops at more than enough. He stops at greater than anything that the devil could dare try and put in front of you. And if you know that's true, let's praise Him.
if they're shown with the Holy Ghost here today, ready to make a covenant with God, could we lift our voices right now? If you want to make a covenant with God, saying, God, no matter what devil dares to try and get in my way, God, I'm committed to you and the things of you and to bring glory to you. tell you that there's a powerful move of God here but one thing that I will tell you is it is up to us to enact on that power of God and I get sometimes it can be difficult trouble may come our way but just like trees they shed their leaves during the season of coldness and winter and you've got to imagine the pride that the tree must lose in that moment to lose all these beautiful leaves that it spent the whole year bringing to life. But what you see is if you do a little bit more research, is trees lose those leaves in order to gain a better resistance or tolerance to the upcoming windy seasons and cold seasons. Because whenever you have leaves, it attracts more and more wind, thus damaging the tree and it actually can kill it. So I've come to say we're a lot like trees. Even if we're just a little sapling that's just now started its growth. Or if we're a big great oak that its roots have snuck deep and deep into the ground. No matter what, the tree always loses its leaves during the according season. So I've come to tell you it doesn't matter what season you're in right now. It doesn't matter if you've lost the leaves. It doesn't matter if you've been here for 20 years or if you've only been here for one year because we're all growing the exact same way and that's seeking the face of God, pushing for the things not seen. We're pressing towards the mark. And no matter what, unless you get a little out of hand like some trees do, they always come back the next season with better leaves, with a better blossom, with a brighter future in store. And so the same thing with these needs, with passing of loved ones, with the dealing of maybe cancer, with the dealing of maybe a mental stronghold, it doesn't matter because in due time, you're going to grow back. In due time, God's going to say the season is over. Joy is in the morning. The fulfilling of the sun is going to happen. You will rise again. So with that being said, we're going to mention a few of these needs here today. And if you have one, I urge you to step out in faith. Because God will reward that faith. And that power that you've already experienced here today, you might just get a hold of it if you're willing. Miranda Giberson, the James Harrison family, Grace Raw, Nicole, Randall Clark, Joe Ford, Brother Griffith, Letitia Moat, Kathy Gillette, JC Proffer, and Karen Reed. And at this time, like I said, we'll open up the front and our ministers will pray with you and for you and anoint you with oil. God, 
I pray that you would give us the faith, Lord, to cling tightly to the words that you've already spoken to us, to hold steadfast and tarry in the moment of your spirit, God, because we know sometimes it doesn't always feel like it's always, but it is always. Your spirit is forever with inside of us, urging and knocking on the door for us to enact on that, God. So, Lord, I pray that we would keep the faith through it all. We would keep the vision through it all, God. We would continue to press towards the mark of the high calling of our God. In your great name, Lord, you have never failed us now, nor will you ever in the future. I plead the blood of Jesus over every single heart and mind and body in this world. In your great name, Jesus. Go ahead and just keep praising the Lord just for a couple of minutes here. There's such an aura of His Spirit here and healing is just a part of His world. Thank you, Father, for the spirit of healing that is in this house right now. Our very life depends on your world, your life. Every breath brings new life, fresh life. And we're bringing praise to you for healing reaching out to these people who have we, we have mentioned and others who we care about. Let's just thank him again, Father. We could never praise you enough. faith says this a true faith has this kind of confidence that if we ask anything according to his will we know that he heareth us if it doesn't happen it's not the proper timing or it his will is that the challenge be continued for a while so today what a wonderful day that we realize that he is not dead. He's alive. As you're seated, I'd like for Brother Sterling to come to the front down here, if he will. And some of you men, all of you can't come, but some of you men that have enjoyed sharing heartbeats or maybe his inspiration has inspired you I'd like for you to come down and pray with him as he leaves to go to college
in St. Louis, Missouri. If you don't see him for a while, you'll know he's up there trying to get more. And you mothers and ladies and the rest of you, would you stretch forth your hand for a divine anointing upon this young man's life. Father, by the blood of the Lamb, by the power of the resurrection, by the hunger and the thirst for righteousness, I pray the cadence of reaching, being taught, move into a rhythmic form as he changes locations physically but maintains the integrity of the kingdom everywhere he goes. In Jesus' name.
get out of the way we're going to have some announcements we're going to take and then we're going to have offering we're going to be able to continue in our worship and in our praise and so you can be seated if you want to if you want to just praise your way through these these announcements I get it so you're fine but we have um, any contributions that you are wanting to count for 2023 it needs to be turned in by January the 14th so make sure that if you want it to be counted for this last year to get it before the 14th and then this month we have also on the 14th will be youth sunday be sunday night at 6 p.m everybody is encouraged to be here to participate to be involved to support our youth and to just experience a powerful move of god because it is truly a powerful move every youth sunday and we also have our strawberry fundraiser our chocolate covered strawberry fundraiser will be beginning very soon so get ready for us to be asking and begging for chocolate and donations and everything already start looking there they have it out they have the almond bark out we've been scouting and so go ahead and grab it grab a little bit and send it our way and we're really excited for that and then on the 18th we have the it's the tea party for uh, the uh, diamond ladies that will be at 6 30 in the family life center again that's on the 18th it'll be the diamond ladies tea party in the family center at 6 30 and then on the 23rd We'll have our Ladies United Fellowship. Oh, also to explain what the Diamond Ladies are, it's ladies who have uh, given $100 or more to the Mother's Memorial in 2023. That's what uh, qualifies you as a, a Diamond Lady. And if, fellas, if you donated $100, I, you're a coal man. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But um, we'll give you something. I'll get you something, and we'll have a tea party at my house. We got it. Um, and then on the 28th, we're going to have our mission pledge is going to be due. And I believe that is it for our announcements. So we're going to have our ushers come and we're going to take our tithes and our offering. Father, I thank you for the presence we feel in this place. And we know that you aren't done yet. So God, I pray that you bless what's given. You bless the giver and anoint the word this morning and anoint us to receive it. In Jesus' name, amen.
Oh 
just to pray for those here and those going, but I want to identify those that are leaving. I just left that out while ago when I was talking about Brother Sterling because he is leaving for the first time in a while. Stretch forth your hands and plead the blood of Jesus that the word of the Lord and the spirit of truth will remind them of the great days of the church at home and that that church cares about them. We bring the fresh memories and we bring the reason that we are here. We pray for the dynamics of kingdom life and these young people wherever they go to whatever they're involved in that the radiance and the glory of the resurrection and the realization of a coming king to take us out of this world thank you Jesus hallelujah let's praise the Lord as they return to their seats for the wonderfulness Sometimes it's pretty easy to just sort of forget that we have been called into a kingdom that is eternal, pure, you can be seated, glorious, without one spot or wrinkle. There will be no lawyer. 
that will find a problem with the roll books in heaven. There will be no accusations ever again while we're on this earth and while we're in this body. We feel the impact of accusing spirits that try to deny our privileges in the kingdom life. Sometimes people give in because the constant knock on their door telling them you're not worthy and trying to remind you of some weakness from years gone by or hours gone by. The blood of Jesus is a lifeline that has not been corrupted. It will not be corrupted. It is life everlasting. And when you call on the name of Jesus, you bring the blood of purity, of power, of wisdom and knowledge. And that's the reason you're born again and speak in a heavenly language. We call it talking in tongues. A baby comes into this earth and they don't know English and they don't know Spanish and they don't know German and they don't know French. But the mother, because of the spirit, can tell if the baby's angry, needs a diaper change, etc. I've heard mothers say, the baby's just mad. Really. Sounds to me like they're just crying. The baby's hungry. Sounds to me like they're just crying. So crying to the Lord is a more major event than just crying. He knows what you have need of through the cry of your soul. You find out the wisdom after crying out, a thought pattern begins to develop in your mind and an activity level begins to move into place by faith and the destiny is all things possible. Nothing impossible. And so today, the preaching of the word is not just another character builder. It is a faith-strengthening experience. It does have the dietary complements of the bread of life. It's what the Bible calls the word of the Lord. It does have the dietary capabilities of providing the bloodline and that's why when you're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, you are baptized into a bloodline. And that's why the Bible declares you are cleansed by the blood of Jesus through the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost is not a name. It's a title. Father is not a name. It's a title. You can't cash a check by putting Father on it. I don't care how much money you got in the bank. They will not cash it. You can put Son on it. 
and there's no authority in the term son. But we understand that the Father is the source of all. God, our heavenly Father. And then God became sin. A lot of people seem to overlook that. God became sin. And he moved into a body called Mary. And out of that spiritual event, a baby was born. And we all celebrate Christmas. But that was not a third person. That was the person of God. And the scripture plainly declares it. God was in Christ, and then watch the singular word here. God was in Christ, restoring or rescuing or reaching into the spiritual arena. God was in Christ, reconciling the world to, and watch this statement, Himself. That's not a plural. Not even in an English word is it a plural. God, Spirit, was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself. So we don't argue with people about how many people it is. We just educate people on the God that became flesh. And then he became the Holy Ghost through the process of being tempted in a flesh body all that you would ever encounter. So he said, they that call on the name of Jesus shall be saved. What do you mean saved? I'll tell you what it means simply, and the Word of God parenthesizes it. You are saved from every sin you ever committed. When you are baptized, it is a confidence builder in you and a relationship, obedience between you and God. So being baptized in the name of Jesus is a powerful experience. And it is a glorious experience and that way whenever the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the name because Jesus never weakened and sunk to the lower elements until he died and the Bible said he went to hell and in that area he literally conquered hell and the graveyard and everything that was in it and that's why we praise the name of Jesus. We accelerate our life into kingdom powers. And so when he says, praise ye the name of the Lord or praise ye the Lord, you're bringing the environment of creation, the environment of wisdom, the environment of glory, which is victory, you are bringing every fruit of the Spirit into play in your life. So 
That's why Paul said, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. What in the world is going on when we can realize when people cuss each other and damn their children and damn their parents and damn their school teachers and damn their boss and damn their employees by cursing them? How horrifying. And then turn around and act like talking in tongues and bringing the glory of God right distinctly into your life. That means the Holy Spirit is going to pull out of heaven or your studies in the word, thoughts. You shall know the truth and the truth makes you good and loud. And all of us want to be free. All of us want to experience freedom. And you're free to cuss, lie, cheat, steal, commit adultery, fornication, anytime you want to. But when you walk with Jesus, you just don't want to. There's a desire in you when you have experienced his blessings that you never want to separate yourself from that kind of authority, power, and privilege. Could we praise him one more time before we move into the depths of this lesson? Father, we thank you today for the opportunity and the challenge of reaching our world. And I pray that you restore joy and peace and righteousness to our nation via people who care, people who pray and seek the will of God for wisdom, when, how, and what to say. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to move through this as quickly and yet as hopefully profitably as possible. I tried to put the picture in place. God became flesh and moved into this smaller element called the earth. The earth has a lot of beautiful things and because they are physical they seemingly attract the physical body and nature but uh, Jesus Christ came to this world to seek and to and to what? Save us from the pathos of what I just finished mentioning the things that we have as natural to want to hate somebody if they pull out in front of us in a car. I've actually people seen people give sign languages that were not real good. I see some of you've encountered some of my friends. I've seen some of the rawest looking faces because somebody <clears throat> blew a horn at somebody. But I've never seen anybody get the Holy Ghost and be baptized in the name of Jesus that did any, anything but realize they'd lost all of their history and they'd found a brand new future. Well, it's going to get greater than that <clears throat> because in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, 
the trump of God shall sound and all of your clocks will stop and all of the altars will be shut down except for those people that try to go back in history and dig up a future and it won't work. That's why he emphasizes, puts quotation marks on both sides. Make your calling and election sure. Make sure what path you're on. Truth are just trials of trying to follow somebody that's got money or that's somebody that is politically powerful or somebody that seems to be enjoying life by drinking and fornicating and adulterizing and cheating and hate crimes and all of that. I'm not going to follow some of that junk. And I'm going to do everything I can to keep your children from following that world out yonder. Why would we expose them to such atrocities and then expect them to live in the glory of holiness and righteousness and peace. Ladies and gentlemen, the book says it right. It's high time. It was high time back in Paul's day because you only have your generation to do anything with. If you've studied anything about generations, that is three score and ten according to the Bible, and that is 70 years on this earth. Some of you have already got more out of earth than God said you would at least have. <clears throat> but there are some children that die in one year old that gives the general average of three score and ten. So we don't try to play God by saying, well, God didn't, he wasn't fair. I'm telling you he's fair because those kids never had to to live with sinfulness and derogatory things, they probably are up there waiting on somebody from their home to be ready to meet them in the air. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the greatest choice we've ever had in our life. That's to serve the Lord with gladness or to serve our flesh and dig as much as we can. And I encourage you, if you're not going to live for God, soak up all the money, use it to do all the junk that can be done because that's the most you're going to get out of life unless you're tied to the hem of his garment and living in the word and walking in the spirit. I am going to preach us into a holy city. I am going to teach us how to arrive at where that light came from and where this world came from. He said, I created the heavens and I created the earth and I created man and I am going to call on the hearts of men and I'm going to knock at their door and call on them and say I am out here waiting to hide your sins and to cover your iniquities I am here knock I am knock I'm, I'm knocking I am knocking and that thought that you have is the knock of his life on your life and saying let me in I 
am the prince of peace. I am the righteous judge. And I am the healer of broken hearts. And I can fix anything that you've ever had will go wrong. I am here to fill your life with joy and glory and victory. No matter the wisdom of the world. No matter of what they can contrive. There they are. It was perfect. Adam and Eve, look how nice they look. Sort of pitiful to me, but they thought they had it pretty much whipped. And they gave up what some people in our world are giving up now. Why don't you let him love you into his grace? Why don't you dig your neighbors out of their pathos and get them into his mercies? What are we going to do? Just sit and watch our world dry rot? Or are we going to get up and knock on the door every morning and say, Jesus, give me a word for my neighbor. Give me a word for my employee neighbor. Give me a word for the lady at the grocery store. Give me a word for the people that come and collect my newspaper uh, offering. Uh, I'm telling you that the church, the body of Christ is going to respond to the headship of Jesus. And he didn't come here to put us in a bed of luxury and lethargy and just wishing. I'm telling you, he came to give us the promise. He came to give us the provision. He came to give us the power. He didn't come to tantalize us and hang it out here on the outside edge and say, I would have done this or I would have done that. He said, I'm going to say that at another time. But right now, I'm just saying, come unto me, all you that are laboring or worrying about what's going on in the government and worried about what's going on in the local attitude attitude of the city I'm here to tell you he said come unto me talk to me every morning talk to me before you go to bed you don't have to go to bed worried you don't have to go to bed in fear you don't have to go to bed challenged by hell you can wake up in the morning and know I am in him a new creation and all things are made new I have his spirit in my life I have his promise in my mind I have his glory in my hands and my feet not about what local assembly you go to and what the name on it is. If you don't name the name of Jesus Christ and water baptism and his Holy Ghost Spirit, you are still outside the covenant. I am not going to play games with anybody. Everybody that's already gone had a chance. I promise you they had a chance and you can't rectify what they chose as a way of life. But what you can do is make your calling an election sure what you can do is to turn to Jesus in this hour of need and we can recognize without a question we can change the spiritual environment of which the kids now are being raised and we can change the environment of our homes when the ravaging powers of hell try to tell us you're not going to be able to do that you can't live like that you can't expect God to do that those lies that violate the word are the spirit you want to get out of your home. Disobedience to the eternal God produces famine, 
from real life. Brother Tanner, have you got your wallet with you? Oh, would you mind coming over? I've been wanting to share it with us. Thanks. You gave me your life. Now, hold this here. See, you thought you were getting rid of it. But what you give me, oh, excuse me. That one was bigger than what I wanted. Babe, babe, give me your wallet. Give me your wallet. <laughs> no, that's what he does. It wasn't a bad day for him to go to church, was it? I can tell you what he will do at the house of God. He will give you more than you gave him. When you walk out of this house, there ought to be bread covenant in your heart, in your mind, and in your hands. I will do the will of God if I have to sacrifice. I will do the word of God if I have to sacrifice. I will praise his name in the morning. I will praise his name at noon. I will praise his name in the evening because he is greater than anything I've ever touched. He's, ever, he's never failed me yet. See, the enemy comes when you say, I want my sister healed or I want this done and all of that. He tells you up front never to leave it out. Not my will, but thine be done. But I pray for my brother. I pray for my sister. And if it is your will, I am believing for a miracle. You'll never go wrong. By confessing in that moment, I'm not trying to force you to do anything. But I am asking you if it be your will. So here's what the scripture said. If any man ask, I will come to him. See? And so what the carnal mind does, it tries to make God a carnal feature Always, no matter what you pray for or what you're praying against, God, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven right now is a perfect place. Earth right now is chaotic. You are seeing and hearing and feeling things you never thought would come up on a television. We thought television was bad when it's just shooting and killing each other. But now, adultery, fornication, sodomy, and all of the above, your kids are seeing it. And they're thinking it's all okay because it's in your home. 
be careful. You don't have to get rid of the TV. You got it on your phone and all of the above. But when your heart caters to that kind of stuff, there's a dark spot in your heart. And it's liable to divide your relationship with your parents, your children, or those that are living godly. We pray for our city right now. I'm feeling such a passion for our city, for every preacher. I'm, I'm envisioning all over our city preachers waking up to the possibles. Would you cry out to Jesus for Lamar County, for Hunt County? Oh, God, don't let us go to sleep. God, give this pastor passion like never. You said, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. And I sure don't want our kids seeing. Would you pray for your preacher right now? Would you stretch forth your hands and pray for this pulpit that it never lose its sanctity? Oh, God. That never does the sword of the word disappear. one or two of you musicians come up here and let's sing any song about the name of Jesus right now. There is such a tidal wave of his love. It could be about love because he is love. God is love and so when, when you use the word love, be real careful because it's so important that we don't dilute the word love because God so loved the world that he gave. And you may have to work on yourself because I've had to do it myself.
sing it at all, it'd be a good time to let it course its way through your heart, course its way through your mind. emotional we don't serve God because of emotion there is a spirit that creates emotion the spirit of darkness creates emotional powers and you when you get mad enough you can damn the closest person to you When you get enough hate or anger against sin and you sense that there's a river of peace, why would I give up that river of peace just because there's somebody over there in my relationship world that likes to live in sin? darkness why would I want to tempt myself and as a young man moving into ministry I can remember the strong feelings of trying to go to people that were in need but they didn't really want to heal people that had all kind of a science problem with their normal intelligence economics. One day they hated, one day they chose to steal. One day they chose to kill. One day they chose to care. You can't force it on anybody but you can make it available to everybody. This guy right here has helped me before. Uh, do you ever remember shooting a bow and arrow for me? We probably don't ever want to do that again, do we? <laughs> I just want them to see that big smile right there. Every time he thinks about that bow and arrow, he does that. 
that was in the old auditorium. Thank you, brother. Why would I not want a man, a lady in my life that was pure, holy, lived and dressed in a way to let everybody in the world know I'm not for sale. You can't challenge me and make me do it wrong and hate my neighbor. Just not going to hate my neighbor. Have you ever hated her? Have you ever hated anybody? Don't say it. She knows who she's fellowshipping with. And the Bible said fellowship not with darkness. That doesn't mean you don't go to them. God came to you. He proves what I'm saying. Jesus became sin. He moved into an earthly tabernacle. So I want you to remember, if a man, any man doesn't hate his mother, father, brother, or sister, he cannot be my disciple. Has any of you ever been frustrated like I was when I first started reading that scripture? I was like frustrated out of my mind. He said, love your neighbor. Pray for those that despitefully use you. And, and I'm like, well, how am I going to work with this situation? Love your neighbor as yourself and hate your mother, father, brother, and sister. You've got to understand, those are titles. Love your neighbor is your mother. Love your neighbor is your son. Love your neighbor is your husband. Love your neighbor is your cousin. We do not emotionally choose who and how to do life. We are not given the opportunity to escape loving our neighbor, loving those, caring, and then going further Forgive your neighbor. Forgive those who do this. Well, a lot of times we get to thinking like carnal people. Why would I forgive somebody that's never asked me? Because you got a knife. No, no, get up. So, he stabs me. He says something that breaks my heart. And I forgive him. Well, guess what I do? I get rid of the knife. He still got to relive what he just did to his pastor of all things. You get rid of the problem that you created when you forgive others. You get rid of the hurt when others stab you, sometimes even behind your back. So watch the scripture. God, for Christ's sake, that bloodline, he suffered for you. He was healed for you. 
and he is not in jeopardy right now because people don't love him. He still loves them. And so when you don't forgive, you live with their problem in your life. Forgiveness is cleansing yourself. Forgiveness is what he did for the people that haven't even come taking advantage of him. God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven the world. Thus, he can still be God. He can still be above all, through all, and in you all. He is not jeopardized by the weirdness of people damning his name, of telling people he's not worthy of their confidence, etc., etc., etc. So, let's just read this together. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from glory and God and power for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him and Jesus answered and said unto him verily I say unto you except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of God and then he says Nicodemus uh, Jesus answered verily saith unto him except a man be born of the water and the spirit he cannot enter the kingdom of God because that which is born of flesh is flesh. So the reason he wants you to understand you cannot do anything but hate mother, father, brother, and sister. Those are titles. But then he says, love your neighbor as yourself. He moves over to loving your neighbor as yourself. Because he expects you to love yourself enough and love is to give protection and provision. That's St. John 3.16. You don't have to go study Hebrew or Greek or anything. It, the Bible said it's so uh, simple that a fool can't miss it. You don't have to go to college to read that book. Now, it does help you to know A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But... Even if it's in Spanish, all you got to do is speak Spanish or recognize it, uh, Spanish language or French or Hebrew or whatever. But the, all of it comes out making the same thing. That except a man hate mother, brother, father, and sister is that you can't love flesh on any level and expect to love God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Now, that don't mean you got the right to go home and beat the fire out of your wife. And she don't have the right because you look just like Jesus. And so here's the other part of the story. Inasmuch as you've done it to the least of these, somebody's saying it, I hear it. You have done it unto who? Unto me. Because you're his lookalike. You are a production of the God of heaven. It is the Lord that hath made us and not we ourselves. We didn't create ourselves. It is the Lord. And so <laughs> looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith brings us into corroboration or to, into a synchronization 
of him. And so thus he says, they that be obedient shall eat the fat of the land. That don't mean heavy people. That means the blessing. The fat is the overflow. The fat is the blessing of the Lord. And so that's more than you had to have. It's something that you had that you could be a conqueror through. And so the blessing of the Lord comes through the word and then you can hold accountable to him and to yourself through the spirit, the victory that overcomes the world. A lot of times when a preacher is doing this good, uh, some of the men will say, Amen, Pastor. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. And then he said, don't get all proud about it. Marvel not that I said unto you, you must be born again. I wish somebody would shout, I'm glad to be born again. I want him to hear it. Oh, somebody say hallelujah to the king. Oh, Lord, bless our city. And use me to do it. Bless our world. And use me to do it. Oh, man, I just feel like using somebody right now. We sing that old song and we pray it. God, use me. And so then he gets you in a trial and he confuses you instead of uses you. That's not what the deal is about. He wants you to see. Son-in-law, can you whip him? Try it. All right, if, if you can't wrestle with him, see if you can weasel a $5 bill out of him. God can hardly wait. All you got to do, he said, ask, and it shall be given. But he's not working in dollars because he understands a dollar can't equip you to destroy hell. But if he asks, if she asks, if any man asks of the Father according to the will, I need help, I need love, I need joy. Well, that, don't you let the world give you the definitions of love. They think that's sex. Sex is a part of a relationship that God designed basically for intimacy and victory for each person and their body. And then for children to be born to fill the earth with new ones, but to fill the earth with new children and not teach them why they came to earth is one of the saddest things that could possibly happen. So train up thy children, not to just mind us, but to mind the laws of life, the law of the spirit. The law of the spirit is forgive before you're asked. 
That's what makes you free. If this man does anything against me and I won't forgive him, guess what? I carry with me every day of the rest of my life. And all you got to do is just say his name right now. And all you got to do is make, and all of a sudden I go and relive what he did to me. Forgive. Get rid of him. If he's that bad of an egg, and God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you because he done wrote you off, but he still sends angels to come to you and say, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden and burdened down with all the cares and the horrible history of your life, and I will make you free. You will be free indeed. And so I'm asking you, hallelujah, to come unto Jesus, not to pastor, not to the UBC, but to come to Jesus, who is able to make thee wise unto salvation. And in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God the word was God and the word became flesh so in the name of Jesus Christ is the complete library of everything going on and every answer to everything going on and to the future of every life that's put in a graveyard there's going to be a trumpet sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first that don't mean everybody's not going to rise you're going to get out of the grave first. And then the rest of them are going to be brought before the judgment seat. Just as you, but you're getting out first. If you walk in obedience. Obedience synchronizes you. And y'all can go ahead and come on. Obedience synchronizes you with the law of the Spirit. Somebody say the law of the Spirit. So when you obey the word not quotate the word you can just quote the word and it won't be meaningful but when you obey the word you become part of Jesus that Satan could not corrupt there's a big difference in going to the house of God and going to the God of the house A lot of people punch in. But it's necessary to let the word wash you, is what the Bible said. The washing of the water by the word. That becomes a option. Well, I don't like what he said. I don't like the word of God. I don't like that part of the word of God. Well, you just denied the whole hymn. Because if you deny him in part, you've denied him. That is critical. And I'm not here to do anything but to help you. So, Second Peter, grace and peace be what? Don't you like that happening in your wallet? Why would we not like happening that happening in our mind? Why would we not like that happening in every day? To obey the word of God. Forgive before you're asked. 
Don't wait on somebody to be nice to them. God was nice to you in your worst behavior. Or at least he was to me. I grew up in a church. And I grew up resenting a lot of it. But once I started following him, he kept feeding me a little bit of bread here and a little bread there and a little bit of the word here. And all of a sudden, all that stuff started coming together. Started building a criteria of life. A daily foundation that could bear the burden of others. Whereby are given unto, I wish you'd put the word me. Hereby, whereby are given unto me exceeding great precious promises that by these and watch the sound here you might be partakers because if we don't activate see the Bible says you're saved by faith but he said faith without works is dead it dies right there when we don't trust by faith in his word and we are patient in waiting for him to give us the promise or the provision see America has done just what Satan wanted us to do to rush so fast we don't have time to pray. We don't have time to meditate on God. We don't have time to talk about God. I mean, we got to let people know we, we can live on their level. No, no, no. If you're going to lead your children out of this world, uh, you're, you're going to have to fraternize. And so he said, company not with fornicators. Fornication is just the abuse of your physical being. Fornication is certainly reaches into the sexual world, but fornication is a spirit that just brings anything in and around. It doesn't have to be a rich relationship. That's marriage. And we are married to the Christ. And beside this, giving all diligence. Add to your faith virtue, virtue and knowledge, knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience, patience, godliness, to godliness, brotherly love, and kindness, and brotherly kindness to charity. If, somebody say if, these things be in you, you can tell him he lied if the above doesn't happen. But you don't have to go far to find a splinter messing up your whole day. And if you let one little thing get in and you don't forgive your neighbor and you don't pray these actions or spirits into your life, that's why you get the Holy Ghost because they are a natural part of the Spirit of God. They are the fruit of the Spirit of God. When you are born of the water and the Spirit, it's a whole lot more than just talking in tongues. Your whole nature is given over to the messianic powers. 
So we are baptized in the name of Jesus. We receive the spirit of Jesus and we live in the power of the name and the authority and the power of the spirit. And in that, there's no weapon formed against you that can prosper. I know they're trying to get this on the video right now. So I'm going to give them plenty to look at. Leap over a troop and jump over a wall, coach. I'm not going to play basketball for you, but I could be a good one if I lost a little bit of my fear because I've tried to shoot that ball through the hoop and it didn't always obey me. I wish you'd pray for somebody right now. Pray for a daughter, a son, a neighbor. Put faith in it. And faith without works is dead. So tell them at some point, I prayed for you. And you can be expecting God. Go ahead and sing, would you?
questions about anything I've preached, never feel bad to inquire, Pastor, would you give me some help in that area? Because these are these things that we've talked about today are very serious, but they're very explainable to people in faith. We don't hate anybody. We hate titles that gives entitlement to people to have something different. That's why he talks about use not diverse weights in judging situations. And so please never feel bad to say, Pastor, look, I'd like for you to go over with that, over some of this or that. I'm here. I'm answerable. And I love you to help our city, our county, our country. So please pray every day that God would be with Pastor Meyer and ministries that come to this pulpit. This assembly is affecting our world. Don't you ever doubt it. Don't you ever doubt it. Your goodness, your mercy, your money, your love, your kindness, it's affecting they may, like you earlier, didn't come quick. We finally got here. God bless.